0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It's time to talk pitching with the pitching guru, Scott Emerson. Chris Townsend sits down with the A's pitching coach exclusively on A's cast.
2: Outside corner ring him
1: up
0: and Eaton can't believe it. Perfect pitch right on the black. Here's Chris Townsend cast live from the field, and we're always going to want to hook up throughout the season with Scott Emerson, the pitching coach, and just to talk about the art of pitching as the twins come to town. And when you have a team that hits a lot of home runs, which they have in the past few years, of course, setting the record a few years ago, what is it like in the meetings when you're talking to your pitchers about the long ball and obviously keeping the ball in the yard is a priority?
2: Well, one of the most important things is, you know, uh, and I always talk about if hitting is time and pitching is disruption of timing, but, you know, we just played the Twins last week, and it's very important for our guys to stay on location because they know what we're trying to do. Uh, We know they know what we're trying to do. So it's very important that our guys, you know, change speeds, be unpredictable, but most importantly uh, hit the location that – they're intended for the focus today for
0: me is pitching to contact because you hear it all the time but people may not well what do you mean pitch to contact like you want them to hit it and it's you know the classic line from bull durham or crash Davis is like stop trying to stop trying to strike everybody out strikeouts are fascist do you want do you want to use your defense and when we say pitch to contact what exactly does that mean
2: Well, you know, it it still goes back to the change speed, but more importantly, it's not pitch to contact, it's pitch to soft contact. You know, it's get them off the barrel, get pitches that, uh, you know, that don't go to the barrel, uh, run it away from the barrel, run it in off the barrel, change speeds enough to where they can't find the barrel with the ball. So, you know, we stress, uh, you know, pitching to soft contact, getting ahead, changing speeds, make them reach uh, get balls inside so you can keep the outer part of the plate. Elevate the fastball so you can go something slow down at the bottom of the strike zone. And when you have that ability to locate your pitches and move it around, then you're going to probably get more soft contact than anybody else. If you're constantly behind in the count and you're throwing fastballs, and you know, VLO is important, but it's useful velocity that we're looking for. So if you really throw hard and you can't locate or you can't use your fastball, then your fastball is worth nothing. But if you have useful velocity, whatever you throw, how hard you throw it, you still have to locate it. But the best way to locate that fastball and uh, for them not to hit the fastball very hard is have a second pitch or a third pitch that you can throw, and they have to chase, and that's the disruption of timing part. Now, somebody
0: at home might be saying, okay, you stay off the barrel, but... Staying off the barrel is different for every hitter because every hitter is different. Every hitter swings differently. Every hitter is a different size. The angle of which they come through the hitting zone. Some guys are looking for launch. Some guys are hitting down on the ball. Everybody's different. Some guys like the ball in. Some guys like the ball away. Some guys like Ichiro or Tony Gwynn. Doesn't matter, they like the ball anywhere. So when you say pitching off the barrel, How do you do that when all the hitters are different?
2: Well, you—you obviously, you know, this game now uh, comes with great data, and the data helps us support where we need to go. You know, every hitter has a weakness generally to where you can throw the fastball. Uh, You know, I look at exit velo. That's the soft contact. You look at exit velo, so you fall behind in the count, and you have to throw a strike. Where's the hitter's um, uh, exit velo's at? Where does he hit the ball hard when you're behind in the count? Because you have to throw a strike when you're behind in the count. Everybody knows when you get ahead of a count, ahead of a hitter, you're trying to expand the strike zone. You're trying to get them to chase a pitch outside the strike zone. But when you fall behind in the count, where can I go to get that soft contact? And the data helps support, you know, I can throw the slider down the way which, you know, is good if you can execute the pitch. You always have to execute the pitch as well. You know, I, I, I always say, you know, you get some rookies up here and they're trying to pitch to the data. Everybody knows that the fastball is the hardest uh, contact pitch. It's also the contact or uh, also the pitch that, you know, in general you're working all your pitches off of. And, um, you know, you might not throw 50% or more fastballs in the game, but generally that fastball is – throwing a little bit more than all your other pitches, so when it does get hit, uh, it gets hit you know a little bit harder than the other pitches. So you got to be able to move that fastball around, play with the useful velocity, be able to throw that changeup in a fastball count or that breaking ball in a fastball count. And when you're messing up the hitter's timing, generally you're going to pitch the soft contact.
0: Every hitter has his weaknesses. You know his weaknesses. He knows his weaknesses, and every single time he goes into a different city or another team comes into his city, people are going to try and exploit those weakness. So your pitchers are going to try and get him out through those weaknesses, but he's now looking to better that also. So how much do you want to play with that? Do you want to keep just trying to exploit that before you might get burned if you do it too many times? Well,
2: you know, that's the uh, the important uh, piece back to the data. You know what what's trending for this hitter? Obviously, we look at a big sample size. What the hitter does, who he normally is. And then you look over his last 10 games or his last 10 hits or his last 20 swings and you're starting to see what he's doing. Is he changing his approach? And if he's changing his approach and having some success, then we got to do some things to get him off of that. If he's not ha- changing his approach and still not having success, we're going to attack his weakness. But THE PITCHER HAS TO HAVE A STRENGTH TO ATTACK HIS WEAKNESS. IF THE PITCHER DOESN'T HAVE THAT STRENGTH TO BE ABLE TO ATTACK THAT HITTER'S WEAKNESS, THEN WE GOT TO GO TO AREAS OF THE PLATE THAT uh, THE PITCHER IS REALLY GOOD AT. AND THE ONE THING THAT you know, WE ALWAYS TRY TO DO IS EXPLOIT WHAT the hit OUR GUYS DO WELL TOO. Not just look at the data of the hitter and say, well, he can't hit a fastball down in the way. And our pitcher says, well, we can't throw a fastball down in the way. So then we look at all the other options and how we use that fastball. We might cover that fastball and not throw it as much down in the way. That's the one thing that's really important with the fastball is you can cover it all over the strike zone. You know, you can mask it a little bit, and you can go in off the plate. You can pitch behind in the count. Uh, If guys chase with it, you can pitch ahead in the count with it to the chase zone. So the important part of the fastball is you can use it all quadrants in all areas.
0: And, And just not to be too simplistic, but the reality is whenever you're spinning the baseball or you're putting any type of movement on the baseball, it's harder to throw strikes. To throw a strike, throwing something that's as straight as possible is always going to be the easiest thing to get a strike.
2: Yeah, you know, the breaking ball is spinning, so generally the breakers are in the zone, out of the zone, and you're depending on the hitter to swing the bat. Uh, You're depending on that pitch to look like a strike as long as possible. So when you throw a breaking ball inside the strike zone, generally it's a hanging ball. It's a ball that can be, you know, hit pretty hard, but the object is to make it look like a strike as long as possible, and boom, it falls off the table. You remember we used to say it fell off the yeah. table, and that's kind of, you know, what we want out of our breaking balls. Then we got to know. Can I throw it in off, uh, we call it wrap, at the guy's feet, or do I still need to stay arm side and back door and make him reach on it? So that's where all the data and all the analytics really help us out, where we can do all this stuff. It's, it's why I'm standing here talking
0: to you because mine didn't fall off the table.
2: Yeah, yours, yeah. it's
0: It stayed in the strike zone. You're backing up third a lot, you know. Been there, done that one too. <laughs> that's what we were talking, cu- who were we talking cutter with the other day? We were talking about that cut, and it's like, the cut fastball, is so because it doesn't have the break that the slider has, and it's such a late, small break. But just that little bit really throws hitters off. But if it doesn't have that little bit, it's going to end up like 500 feet. It's like
2: the, the hanging cutter slider is by far the easiest pitch to hit. Well, that's where we go back to off the barrel. You know, if you're throwing it right on right and it's chasing the barrel away and that guy has to go out and reach, he has to go out, even further to reach but if it backs up he doesn't have to reach it's right into his swing plane the mental
0: mindset of a pitcher who gets an out with one pitch versus grinding a six seven eight who knows how many pitches still get the out But the difference of the mentality for that guy, for that next batter, rest of the game, when you start getting those, we like to call them easier outs.
2: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. You know, uh, some people uh, are talking about, you know, what is a perfect game? You know, 27 outs, that's what I'll say. Some will say 27 outs on 27 pitches or 27 strikeouts. You know, for me, anytime that you can get a ball in play and get the ball off the barrel first pitch, we know who's swinging first pitch. They know, you know, we know who's swinging first pitch. That's in, that's where the location becomes ultimately important that, hey, this guy's swinging first pitch. I got to put it in a good spot. You know, I remember Oral Hershizer used to say, you know, that guy who pitched for the Dodgers. Yeah, he's pretty yeah, good. He, he was pretty good. That uh, if he likes it low, I'm going to throw it. A a little bit lower than low. So, the guy's tempted to swing at it. As it comes to the strike zone, the ball falls out of the zone a little bit, they swing. That's a ball in play early, hopefully it's an out. Now, with with pitching to
0: contact, in the era that we're in now, and you have all these players moving around, I mean, this could be the Rays, and hell, you could have five outfielders, let alone four outfielders, and you got infielders all stacked on one side, whether it's the right or the left, and let's say you pitch to contact, how much is it important that the pitcher know what's going on behind him defensively, or does that guy just need to focus on doing what he does on the mound?
2: No, that's 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 built into our our, our game plan. You know, Darren Bush is our run prevention guy. He's uh, you know very good at what he does. He, he spends a lot of time at looking at how we're pitching guys and where we're playing guys. So me and him spend a lot of time together talking about hey where we think guys should play. Mike Aldretti does the outfield. And it's a huge part in to help saving runs, uh, putting guys into where, you know, not only the guy's tendency to hit the baseball, but where are guys pitching where they hit the baseball off him. And we try to put the guys in the best position to have success and, and get quick outs.
0: I don't know what the data says, I do know this. When I see three guys, which is your third, short, and second baseman all on the left side, and a pitcher throws it to a right-hand batter and he hits a routine ground ball to second base and gets a base hit i throw my pen i'm disgust- it just it fries me and you may say well we'll give that we'll give that up because the data shows we win more than we don't but i can't imagine being on the mound and that happens me just not going you son of a yeah, you know, it's like, like – How do you feel as a pitching coach?
2: Well, you know, I, as long as we're grabbing the outs that are up the middle, you'll love it, right? But, uh, no, I feel good about it because that's that's the study, that's the homework that we do every day. You know, Pike Goldschmidt helps us out as well, one of our analysts, and, and Darren uh, Jackson. Uh, the, these guys, they, they spend their time uh, – or David Jackson, they, they spend their time, you know – Studying what's going on and the data and that's how we go about our business and the data is not going to lie to you You know we talked about that the data won't lie now Yes, it's like we throw a first pitch uh, called strike one and it's a ball off the plate and uh, We don't say a word and then we throw a 3-2 fastball and the balls off the plate. What are we? We're mad we're mad that he didn't call it. We we weren't mad that he we didn't throw the first one off the plate and go, hey, that really was a ball. Thank you, you know. So it, it's kind of just it is what it is. And, and when you do a lot of homework and you're surfing the data and uh, you're just putting the guys in the best spot, and I think we do a really good job of it.
0: I know this sounds crazy, but everything seemed to be about striking people out, blowing people away. How much now, where we are in 2022, is it getting more back to – I want good strikes, the pitch to contact, utilize these great athletes behind you. Don't try and strike everybody out because we're not going to allow you to go deep into a game. So we're not going to allow you to get
2: 120 30 pitches. So if you're trying to strike everybody out, you're not going to be out there very long. Yeah, I think a lot of it's on, you know, your personnel. What, what who you got? Who you got pitching? Who can command their fastball the best? You know, there are some guys around the league that they're breaking balls their best strike pitch and then their be- they're breaking balls their best expand pitch. So you know, strikeouts for me when you get to two strikes, yeah, let's let's hunt a strikeout. But before two strikes, let's move it around. Let's pitch to that soft contact. Let the defense play behind you. You know, you got a runner on first base and, and no outs or one out, you're always one pitch away from a double play, a one quality pitch away from a double play. And that's what I always try to remind the guys, you know, when I go out to the mound, you make a good pitch in this location and you get yourself a double play and we'll get out of this. So you know the strikeouts you love them because it's a dominance factor but uh... you know sometimes what comes with strikeouts are walks and what comes with strikeouts and walks that occasional hanger, the two three run homers, what you're trying to avoid. So you just got to make sure you keep the ball in the park, don't walk people, or you can walk some people and keep the ball in the park. So it's it's just a big combination of things.
0: Talking pitching with the pitching guru, Scott
2: Emerson. Great stuff as always. Next time, what do you want to address? Hey, I, I just answer your questions, whatever you, you're the boss of the show. That's why it's called the Chris Townsend show, right? Well, so Hayes Cast or with Chris Townsend. So whatever you whatever you want to come up with, I'm I'm going to answer your questions. It's like you guys are finally coming around and understanding yeah, what the hell's yeah. going on you're around lo- here. You're looking good, feeling good. You've got your new studio looking great.
0: By the way, you got to be proud of, uh, before we let you go, I know you got to go, but you got to be proud of a lot of your pitchers, especially these young kids. They are throwing strikes. They're not walking anybody. I'm trying to highlight that on the different shows. I think you got to be proud of what you are doing with your staff.
2: Well, you know, it, it's, it's the whole organization, you know, trying to get uh, Mark Kotze putting guys in games to have success, and and that's what we've always tried to do. And, and we got guys that, you know, they're not scared. You know, uh, some of the guys, you know, they've been around a while in professional baseball, maybe not here at the big league level, but they've been around, they're not scared, and uh, you know, they want to pitch. and, And that's important to me, you know, seeing guys you know, eager to get out there and pitch and learn, and it's a lot of fun. Great stuff, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for having me.
1: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.